D-S-N-Y. It's a grand old team to play for. It's a grand old team to support. Everton wins. Lean, bow down, respect the jersey. Uh, epic FA Cup win, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Everton beating the pathetic Tottenham Hotspur 5-4. to four, And Lean is probably staring daggers at me through her screen right now. And welcome to the Yankees Mets Express. Oh, hi, Kiyoshi. Yeah, he's back. Hey. We're keeping him. Hi, hi, Josh. Hi, Lane. You know, just just taking it all in. Just taking it all in. I muted you. I muted you. Are you done? (laughs) Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Plotting my death already. Uh, Good game. I've been since day one. Yeah. uh, Real real quick before we get it. Real quick before we get in, folks, uh, Lean and I yesterday uh, had the privilege of guesting on Bleacher Creatures. You'll remember James Kelly and Allison Case were on our show uh, some months back. Yesterday, okay. yeah, yesterday uh, they were nice enough to have us on Bleacher Creatures. So don't, go definitely check that out on iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Yeah, special uh, thanks again to those. Yeah, that, that was so that was time. so much fun. Yeah, oh, Kiyoshi. Really? Yeah, yeah, Kiyoshi. Next time we'll make sure to have you on. Uh, have you on for when they invite us on? Because let's it was, do it. I appreciate it. And yeah. it's on wax, so it better happen. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so big news at the Yankees camp starting the day today. Uh, this was yes. from Brendan. Talk to us. Yeah, this is from uh, Brendan Cuddy of NJ.com, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Yankees have not only yet to resign popular outfielder Brett Gardner, but they haven't even begun negotiating with him yet. Oh, man. Oh, Lee's not, Lee's not happy. I'm interested to, to hear what you guys think. I am hashtag depressed. Uh, yeah, yeah, Lean. Actually, why don't you kick us off? You're you're the the Brett Gardner stand of the group. So, yeah, Kiyoshi, yeah. I think like, I've mentioned it to you before. Brett Gardner is my favorite player. Uh, he's one of my favorite Yankees of all time. Absolutely love of all the time. Guy. All right. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. Wow. He's not all that time. high of all time, but he's pretty. He's pretty high. I'd say okay. like. You know what? As someone as someone who once owned a Brett Gardner jersey, I can actually respect that. Now, now yeah. let, let's hold on. Are you talking? Like, mad at you, are you talking like top ten all time or like yeah, top yeah, yeah. twenty all time? Oh uh, no, no, like top ten. Yeah. Oh, 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 just like personal preference, not 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 okay. in history. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was like, I'm like, let's okay, okay. I was like, you know, you're right. Also, personal again, this is like, just Whoa. Yankees that I've seen. Like, this doesn't include Yankees history. You know, right. like Babe Ruth and like Mickey Mantle yeah. are not part of this list. Yeah. Right. Joe yeah. DiMaggio, um, Joe Rizzuto, Yogi Berra. I can no, no Happy yeah. Jack chess, bro. No, <laughs> no, no. It's like, it's also because uh, I don't know if like I mentioned on the show before, like with, but with Brett Gardner, like I literally remember when he was called up. I do, I'm not even kidding. I remember like where I was, what I was wearing, everything when he hit his first home run. Like the dude, you know, he, he kind of sparks a lot of nostalgia in me and yeah. I just love him. And I think he brings a lot of good to the team. It's so much fun wa- watching him play defense um you know great clubhouse leader but um look okay so let's let's get right into it i'll give my little spiel and then you guys can respond yeah for sure um Mm -hmm. with brett gardner 
it's obviously difficult for me to say this, but like we definitely know that he's no longer in a position to be the Yankees starting left fielder. Clint Frazier has claimed yeah. that job. Clint Frazier deserves that job. You know, like Brett Gardner should not be getting starts and left over Clint Frazier. That's not, that's not something that should be happening. Right. But um, I think at the right price, which is like pretty low one year deal, not a lot of money bringing back Brett Gardner would be a good idea for multiple reasons. I think like to bring him in late innings, uh, if you want to rest Clint or something every couple of days, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Brett Gardner just coming in off of the bench. You know, like we said, re- a good glove, even to this day, he still plays good defense. He's one of those few guys who, in, who like deep into his thirties can still also play a really good center field, which is rare. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um, and, you know, he's still got the speed as well. Still really quick dude. Yeah. Um, you know, still has something left in the tank at the plate. Not a whole lot, but he can still, you know, be somewhat productive. He can and have good at bats. Yeah, exactly. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, you won't bring him in to, like, have a high batting average or anything. But like you said, really good at bats. He will get on base. Um, and I think that the most valuable thing is what he brings to the clubhouse. He's a really good veteran to have. He's a prankster. Josh, I know you like to call him the bully of the team. No, no, no. That, that's a, that's James and Allison. I, um, I stole, I got that from them. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. The three of you then. Yeah. Um, and I just, he brings good energy. He's a good leader to have. So for me, like, again, I'm a little biased. That's why I'm upset that they haven't begun negotiations with him because I want to see him back with the Yankees. I want to see him retire a Yankee. Uh, but, you know, I hope they can work something out, just like work on a small little deal that will bring the Guardi party back to the Bronx. Uh, what, what do you guys think? Yep, Kiyoshi, I'll, I'll, I'll go will last. Fight I'll, you, I'll, go, I'll go last. Kiyoshi, go ahead. So. Lean, you ran with some good points. He still is good defensively. I was actually just looking at his stats from last year, which I'm starting to realize all the the statistics from last year should have a big asterisk because one hundred percent because he only there was only like a what like a couple games played, right? So you can't really use that definitively for or against him. Yeah. Luke Voigt led the, I think the major leagues, it was either the major yeah, league or- It was MLB, yeah. Yeah, thank yeah. you. With MLB with like 20 home runs, but there was like what? It was comprised of like what, two two or three months? It was like a couple of months. So you can't really use that. You really can't. As much as I think I do agree with you in terms of if possible to bring him back for a year, but at the same time, the one thing that I feel the Yankees have either because they've brought in talent or it's homegrown talent is this almost embarrassment of riches. They have, we have multiple guys that can play the infield, including, including LeMahieu. And we also have multiple guys that can play the outfield. Now, granted, one of those options, Stanton probably isn't the best outfielder and could probably use a DH, but hold on, we also have Voight, right? So in my mind, if, 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 if he doesn't come back, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be heartbroken about it because we still got Talkman. We still got Judge. If you had to bring uh, Santon in there, great. You still got Frazier. Talkman's so, stuck. 
I'm sorry. Talkman sucks. But he's 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 speedy. He's not, I'm not gonna say he has the best bat, but I feel like he's a younger, taller version of Brett Gardner with just more hair. I think. So like let's let's be real. So I if he comes back, great. I think because he was he's one of the few guys on that team that has that has a yeah that has a championship, right? So he he can he can talk to that. He has a veteran presence, big prank. So at the same time, if you know we can come to agreement, it's not like we're you know we're totally screwed. We have a lot of talent that that we can potentially use, and we can and if Boone is smart and if Boone is smart enough to do it, which I feel like he has been, he can just move it around. So I feel like the ball is really in Garner's score. Bring bring him bring him back for one more year. Then you can ride up into the sunset, and that's it. Josh, well, what do you think? First things first, uh, lean with the blatant disrespect of Mike Talkman. Uh, some, uh, sorry, I got my associate here has something to say about it. Like, why well, disrespect oh the sock gosh. man? Oh, not this. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> okay. We're a nightmare. You today. can't see this. It, it, Josh is using a talking sock because talking. I have a, li- I have a literal sock puppet. Don't which, disrespect which also, the sock man. Really quick, I know, I know, you know, we're t- we're tight on time, but we have to have one episode where we talk about all the corny ass nicknames that Charlie Steiner isn't. Yeah, it is Charlie Steiner gives to all the players, like John Carlo, Nosy Poirot. Like, uh, no, no, oh no, that, that, that's John Sterling. That's, yeah, that's John, John Sterling. Sterling. Thank you. Whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, yeah no, we, no disrespect to him. No disrespect to him. It's just that they're so corny. And I say half the time, they're so outdated. So we got to talk about Like that. nicknames then, or home run calls are you talking about? Yeah, but yeah, those home run calls are oh so, yeah. like, some of them are so corny and so washed. They really are. But anyway, Josh, what were you saying? My All mind. right. Um, okay. So I'm actually in agreement with Lee on this one. I think that Brett Gardner, even though he's clearly... I don't want to say he's a shell of himself, but he's kind of getting close to that. Despite his clear decline at the plate, especially, he still averages more than four pitches per at bat. He still plays a great outfield defense for someone who is in their mid late thirties because he's only a few years older than I am. Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, ha- hashtag Josh is old. Ha ha ha. We get it. We got to okay. continue this from yesterday. Kiyoshi, you missed it the entire time that we were on Bleacher Creatures. We were just roasting the life out of Josh and like how old he is. Oh, man. I, yeah. Listen, listen, Josh, I got your back because I'm pretty sure I'm not that much younger than you are. You're so not. I'm kind of, a kind of in the same boat. Too. Oh, man. I'm, thir- I'm 35 in three weeks. And I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm 32. So we're kind of in the same boat, you know. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. I feel like, you know, I'm not like completely, we, we are not completely washed yet. You, me, and Brett Gardner all have to chase lean with our canes and just kind of be like, hey, stop calling us old. Quit that. It's not easy being queen. (laughs) Someone's got a high opinion of herself. Seriously. Anyway, um, no, but anyway, Brett Gardner, despite his clear decline at the plate, he's still very good for the team. He's... Still, like, he's got that whole, like, leadership aspect, kind of like the last bastion of the CC Sabathia years, keeping everyone loose and happy. Mm. Um, he can still play great outfield defense for his age. That said, though, with Mike Talkman there, uh, just to touch on what Kiyoshi said, yeah, Mike Talkman had a bad 2020, but 
you can't look at his numbers through the through the standard of a full season given or any but, again, but let me let me counter that mike talkman you can easily say that his 2019 season was a fluke year like i think if okay. you'd have to bet on one being more true we'd bet more that 2020 yeah. is a realistic version of mike talkman okay clean maybe so but at the same time how many career at bats in mlb does mike talkman have the sample size is way too small to say no, you're not wrong you're not but like i'm not gonna sit here and like you know be convinced that mike talkman is like a pretty good hitter you know like i'm well that's not... that kind of that kind of bleeds into the next thing i was going to say at this point brett gardner he's not going to be too expensive mike talkman i don't think he's making any more than like i don't know a million and change this year the way I see it, Clint Frazier, he's the hands-down starting left fielder. Hicks has center. Judge has right. You could put Tyler Wade or Brett Gardner or even Giancarlo Stanton in two of those in two of those corner outfield spots in an emergency. That said, Tyler Wade's already probably going to be our super utility guy in the infield anyway. Let Gardner and Talkman duke it out for that one roster spot yeah. in spring training. It's may, may, the, may the best man win. Youth versus youth versus old age. Literally. Yeah. Literally. So so actually, if Gardner beats him out, that's that's saying more. That's actually giving more credit to Gardner because he, he's older. He's been yeah. more. Talkman, you know, he if anything with Talkman, he has nothing to lose. If anything, he goes back to goes back to the minors, still kills it there. And then it's, for him, it's only a matter of time before Gardner gets injured again, like he's been getting injured at least the last couple of years. We've heard that, like, oh. in in trade talks and, like, speculations and stuff, Mike Talkman's name has come up a lot, mm. at least, like, with regard to fans making, like, potential trade proposals. Do you guys not view him as a potential trade piece, at least somewhere down the road? I view him as a potential trade piece. I'm not expecting to get anything more than a bullpen arm out of not even one for one, like maybe as a package deal for something. I don't know. I just don't see well, him having a long-term future. I can I can see him being like a part of a package deal for a bigger piece for sure. But it, but like that said, he's not going to be the star of the piece. Yeah. Like, like, like the headliner of, right. of, a, of, a, of a deal like that would be like a Clark Schmidt or a Luis Medina or or like any other prospect. Yeah, yeah Josh, I definitely agree with you. I feel like with Talkman, I would – if I – if I for some reason wanted to trade him, which I I, I still want, I still I still feel the jury's out. But I would I would obviously want to trade up. I would obviously want to you know get trade Talkman and maybe you know someone maybe someone from the minors to get. Another let me ask you then because you said the you just said the jury's still out on Talkman. Like that's definitely a fair point to make. But like, do you ever see him replacing any of those three starting outfielders? Like, even if he ends up being pretty good, like, no way he ends up like taking over for Clint Frazier. Or I don't something. think I. Yeah, like just just sorry before Kiyoshi goes, yeah. I just want to give it like one sentence here. I don't think that happens unless unless one of Hicks or Frazier is just royally messing up. Yeah, like it's June, like, like it's like it's June fifteenth, and they're and they're both hitting like at or about two hundred. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I de uh, I definitely agree with that. I feel that, um, like I said, we have this embarrassment of riches, and I feel like the only reason why we, if we do trade them, is to get back a bullpen arm, which I feel like we need because for some reason we trade away Arbino, which I still don't quite understand. 
Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. we're going to put that aside. No, stop. That was a great move. Are you kidding me? That, that was the right move. It was dumping $9 yeah. million dollars of, yeah. of a streaky reliever. <laughs> He was one of the. He was one of the better. Really, he was like one of the. No, he wasn't. He was so bad. He wasn't allowed he, to pitch in the postseason. Adam Adam Adovino was a was a very good reliever who had the unfortunate luck of running into the wall at the worst possible times. He's like Brett Gardner was in the second half for years. Yeah, dude. No, and Josh is a is a big Adovino fan, so yeah. that's what I can tell yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I. And when I saw it, I was a little bit confused. Is because if you think about all the relievers that we have, I'd say more than way more than half of them throw heat. Tommy Canley throws heat. When we had Holder, he threw heat. Obviously, Chapman, Britton a little bit too. Adabino was the only person on that staff, from, from what I can recall right now, that threw under 90. And to have someone like that with that kind of control. With, with good control and had good stuff i was like why are we Yoshi, that's the thing though he wasn't good last year again he was so bad that he didn't even pitch in the playoffs like homeboy was struggling bro i think that like uh, we actually had we had this conversation with james and allison when they were on the show we um their theory is that Everyone in the bullpen, once Tommy Canley went down with Tommy John, everyone kind of lost their step. And Adovino, especially, like, he kind of lost it the worst. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean it, certainly, it certainly didn't help that the team was struggling at the plate and therefore, like, like every pitcher is kind of sweating bullets out there whenever they went he, out. Kiyoshi, I'll give you this, though, when with, uh, like, regarding the Adovino trade. Mm-hmm. The only problem I have with it is that, you can say that the Yankees didn't really replace him. Like, for example, Canely. Canely got hurt and now is no longer a Yankee. And there's still a pretty gaping hole in the Well, well don't, 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 lean, 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 lean. Yeah. Don't, for, don't forget Darren O'Day. I mean, Darren yeah. O'Day, is, that's fine. And I actually really like the Darren O'Day. So I'm going to bring it up later. But, like, you can't say that Darren O'Day is the new Tommy Canely. Like, of course I, not. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm just saying. It's like t- you have Tommy Canely at that point was arguably our best slash most important reliever, if not the best one of them, and then just wasn't replaced. And now Ottavino is gone, and he stunk and was making way too much money, like Josh said. But that does leave another hole in the bullpen. And um, I don't know, like, if you guys want to, like, have a conversation about this. But for me, that's one of – that's another big reason why I wouldn't give the Yankees offseason an A. I would love for them to add at least one more bullpen arm to kind of fill in these holes. Speaking of speaking of the bullpen, I actually got a Twitter notification. I want to hear what you guys have to say about this before we touch on the next topic of, uh, of the show. Uh, yeah. David Robertson's having a, his throwing showcase tomorrow, and several yeah. teams are expected to show up. Um I'm okay with David Robertson coming back for a third tour of duty. What about you? Hmm. Good question. I, I want to see where his arm's at. If he can, if he can still get get his fastball. Because I remember, you know, when he was on the Yankees, his fastball was pretty was pretty high. And, and a good fastball cutter combo. Yeah, yeah. If he can still, if he looks like he did, you know, a couple years ago when we had him, then. And sure, I think um, I think it depends on that. I don't think you know to just bring them back for nostalgia's nostalgia's sake because sometimes that can work that can work against you. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I think it has to be. And I don't. I mean, actually, let me try to look up, try and see how how old he is because I feel like at a certain point you can't take a you can't you know get caught up in all the nostalgia and like yeah he was a great you know he did. He'll be thirty six at the beginning of the season. Ooh. And and he just had Tommy John surgery. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I would. I would, if anything, I would sign him to a minor league deal, see yep. how that goes, and if he does well, bring him up. Fully um, agree. I, I do not want anything to do with David Roberts and me personally. Um, there are like so many really good free agent relievers available. Like, bring me Shane Green, bring me Justin Wilson, bring me Trevor Rosenthal. Please do not bring me David Robertson. We are trying to contend. The American League is the Yankees to lose and they just like, you have to go out and get the best in order to be the best in order to bring home a ring. And I really don't think 36-year-old David Robertson coming off of Tommy John surgery is going to help you do that. How so dare you? How, how dare you threaten us with the amazingness that is Justin Wilson. You're like, and, and, and Lean, I do I do agree with you. I will say, I'm not saying to sign him outright to the majors. I'm saying at the very least, if he that if if he impresses Yankee Scouts, send him to the minors, and then if he um, makes Yeah, I, 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 I I'm okay with what you guys I'm not, said. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying sorry. I'm not indicating that he should come up to the major leagues straight up because you're right. There are uh, some obstacles that are that are against his age and in Tommy John. I totally agree. Just give him like a minor league deal with an invitation to spring training. That's the thing, though. Like the reason I'm not really entertaining the minor league deal is because like I really think he'll get at least one or two better offers than that from other teams. So like I I don't think that would happen. Yeah. And like I said, the the Yankees also have a lot of um, have a lot of youngsters in their own system. Like Mike King, I think he's better suited as a reliever. John, uh, Jonathan Lewisaga, everyone says he should be a reliever. He wants to be a reliever. Yeah. Brooks Brooks Krisky, he's got electric stuff in the high yeah, ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like the, sometimes we don't even like you just said, Josh. Sometimes we don't even necessarily need to to get another reliever. It would be nice, but sometimes because we've had this. We've had a, I guess, the fortune of having pr- a pretty good farm system, the same farm system that's produced. Yeah, like, like no, no matter how, thing. no matter how good or bad the Yankees farm system is, Brian Cashman has proven, at least in my in my opinion, that he is the best at creating a bullpen from scratch. Right. Yeah, like I, I, Josh, you know, like I'm very critical of Brian Cashman, but like mm-hmm. I'll definitely agree with you there. He's always been pretty good at like creating a, a good bullpen. Kiyoshi, what, what you said, I don't, I personally don't agree. I think we do need a reliever. I think that's one of their biggest needs right now because we can like try to BS this all we want. This bullpen like is not really a championship winning bullpen. Um, it's serviceable and there are a lot of bullpens worse than it, but like, I really do think that they need to add at least just one more arm, ideally mm. two. Plus at the trade deadline, there might be like a big bullpen arm on the market. Yeah. We have to keep that in mind as well. Yeah, yeah for sure. Anyway, let, let's shift to, we don't have a lot of time left. So unfortunately we have a short show today, folks, but let's uh, shift to the bigger news of the day. Uh, today, during his daily COVID briefing, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced, hey, February 23rd, 
arenas and stadiums are open to fans again. I am so excited. Let's go. I'm hyped. I'm hyped too. Get, just, I'm, I'm not excited at all. Sorry to rain on your parade. I don't oh, come on. All right. Well, what happened? Well, I mean, well, hold, hold on. Hold like on. Well, okay. Well, hold on. Here, here are the rules for reopening stadiums. Um, everyone has to wear a mask. Everyone has their temperature checked upon coming in. Yep. Uh, assigned and socially distanced seating. Um, if, if if the arena or stadium is over ten thousand people, they they can sit at ten percent capacity, and I think it's ten percent ten percent regardless of how big the place is. Right. And this is the this is the big one. Like for all the people who are skittish about COVID, unless you can produce a negative PCR test from within the last three days, they're not letting you in. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, no, obviously it's good that there are restrictions, yeah. but I'm still definitely not. Oh, oh yeah, like it all comes down to personal choice. Like yeah. I'm, like I'm gonna definitely watch a few games on TV, like before I decide. Like, okay, I'm going right, to the right. Garden. I'm going to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Right. So, and ho- and hopefully by the time baseball season rolls around, enough New Yorkers will have been vaccinated that um they'll be letting more people in. Right. Hopefully by that time it'll be maybe 25 percent capacity. Yeah, or twenty, or fifteen to twenty. Yeah, because for for because you said like for like a uh, arena that's that that can seat ten thousand people, ten percent is only a thousand people, which you know you're still going to be able to hear them on the broadcast, but it's not right. going to make that big of a difference. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we. So anyway, I. Um, that's. I, I can't talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Anyway, um, so what I was thinking, ladies and gentlemen, that to celebrate the reopening of stadiums after way too long being closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys, what are your favorite like memories of going to a game? Like, what's like the best game you ever attended? Would you say? Best game. Kyoshi, if you need some time, I, I can go. Or Josh. Yeah. Oh no, Lean, go ahead. I, yeah, I, Lean. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, mine is like without a doubt uh, the 2017 AL Wild Card game. Um, oh, you were at the GD game. Like, memories in my life. Like my dad just got me tickets, um, and he and I went. Uh, yeah, and like I've mentioned, he's a huge Mets fan, so that was really awesome that he did that for me. Mm. And um, you know, I was like, I was getting pretty. We, we, Severino was looking rough out there and, you know, the Yankees were in pretty bad shape and the stadium was just packed and it was really sad. You could kind of tell the energy like getting drained a little bit. And then just Didi Gregorius comes up and just freaking sends one. And we just lost our minds. Like I couldn't talk for weeks after that. Like a guy jumped over a railing to come hug my dad. And my dad's like, what the hell? Like get off of me. I hate you. Seriously? The guy just didn't care. He's just like hugging my dad. I'm hugging strangers, like losing my mind. Is is your dad not a hugger? He's not a Yankees fan. (laughs) (laughs) So he's trying to like, Yo, get off me. Like, I'm yeah. only- <laughs> He's like, I hate all of you. I hate what's happening right now. I'm here because of my stupid daughter. Um, you, you just, you know, when something, when a place is so loud that it sounds like it's silent. Yeah. That makes sense. That's literally what happened. Like, it felt as if everybody was screaming, but it was as though no one was screaming. 
I get goose. I'm lit. I literally have goosebumps right now. You know what? Like, um, I was gonna tell a, a Knicks game story, but then I realized this one's way better. So similarly, and I'm gonna go with a Yankee Stadium story. Um, it was the Yankees Red Sox in 2018. Yeah, 2018. This was the game where you'll probably remember Gartner hit that like triple in the eighth inning. Then Judge hit a massive home run. It was a yeah, comeback victory. That was amazing. Yeah, we were at that game sitting in the bleachers. And you guys have both been New Yorkers long enough to remember this. You remember how like after the Red Sox won the World Series in 2004, literally every Dominican kid in New York had Red Sox gear all of a sudden? Oh, yes. I, mean, I was nine. so And I lived in the Heights. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So annoying, right? Very. I mean, I get it. I mean, not for nothing. Manny Ramirez did go to George Washington, so I kind of get it. And obviously, you know, because of... He turned were, down more money from the Yankees to go to the stupid Red Sox. New York no longer claims him. Loser. And I think his mom still lives in the Heights, too. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think she still lives uh, Lives by, like... Um, I forgot what street he lived on, but I'm pretty sure he lived close to the hospital. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking like the 160s, 170s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like when we lived in the Heights, we were on 189th and Wadsworth, like literally yards from, from the George Washington. Yeah. So Yeah, I get and, that. Anyway, reason I brought that up, like at some point in this game, it's a very back and forth game. Yankees are leading late in the game. And it's and at this point, Hanley Ramirez just golfed the home run to left. And mm-hmm. this and this guy, like this guy, like, you could tell, like, this is a Dominican dude from New York. He's got, like, all Red Sox gear on. He's got, like, the Dominican patch on the jacket. Yeah. Apparently someone had been talking had been talking shit to him all game. And then after Ramirez hits this home run, he just turns around and blows a kiss to the guy. And I, I'm like, oh, there's going to be a fight. There's going to be a fight. There wasn't. But then, like, sure enough, when Gardner hit that triple off of Craig Kimbrell and the Yankees either tied or took the lead, that guy just, like, beeline for the exit. He's like, no, I'm done. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, he, he knew there was going to be smoke. He knew it was going to be. <laughs> right. he, he knew that uh, he did not want to catch that smoke, even though he uh, kind of sparked it. Yeah. yeah that, that was fun. And it was uh, – we were with a friend who uh, was going through some shit at the time, and it just really made her feel better. That's right. Awesome. Yeah, and like just, just like having that fully packed stadium in May too for like just a meaningless May Yankees Red Sox game, packed to capacity, roaring like shirts came off. Mining, I mean, dude, it's one of the greatest rivalries in sports for a reason. Ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. Like yeah. not even, not even Yankees. I mean, and that's the whole thing that an inner, an inner borough, an interstate rivalry yeah. doesn't even come close. To, to, to Yankees Red Sox. That, that, that's how like, like may, maybe Knicks Heat back in the nineties, but yeah, but see that's but see that doesn't that doesn't hold weight like like oh, so if, yeah. If you look at it overall, weight. like throughout yeah. history too, that's why it's one of the yeah. greatest. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's fair. It's like Yankees yeah. Red Sox, Lakers Celtics. Yeah, um, yeah. And we'll throw Pistons and Bulls in there just for fun. Liverpool, Manchester United. You know, <laughs> Lakers, Clippers. You can even go to football and say Giants Eagles, Giants Cowboys. Yeah. So. Anyway, Kiyoshi, what's your favorite I memory of going? So to- mine doesn't necessarily have isn't tied to like the playoffs or anything like that. It was actually a game that I actually got from my brother. So he lives in Atlanta. The Yankees game? 
Yeah, it was a Yankees game in the Bronx. My brother had had uh, just got in from Atlanta, so I thought a cool thing to do was like, hey, let's go to a Yankee game. Sure, yeah. So I got in from work. He met me at the train stop, and luckily where I lived, I could just walk across the Macomb Sand Bridge right there. Yeah. So we did that. We were catching up and all that. And it just so happened to be the game where Tanaka almost pitched a no-hitter. And the reason why I remember this is I want to say it was – because I think he took that no hitter into the, I want to say the seventh. Six, yeah, I, I think I remember which. Sixth or seventh inning. Yeah. And I remember, and the thing is that the one thing you're supposed to do with a no hitter is not talk about it. Uh, and what did my brother do? He talked about it. What an asshole. I mean, I mean, he's my, he's my brother. I mean, I love him. So chill. But <laughs> sorry, like, sorry. No I, I mean, don't wrong. I was kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you don't talk about it. Like when it's happening. Yeah. And it just so happened that someone that he heard someone else that was that was sitting behind us, because at that point we were in, we were actually in the bleachers. We were in, I think, what was it? I want to say left. No, we were in like right center. That's where our seats were. So it was a, so what like like 201, 202, something like that? Yeah, some yeah, something like that. It was like right, oh. it was like right before like the field level. Like okay, and, yeah, and yeah. Mind you, this is in this is in the new Wobsy and this is in the new part. Where I'm sure for some of my listeners, if you if you ever been to Yankee Stadium, if you haven't one, you should go. And two, almost no matter where you sit, you're gonna have a, a pretty good view, which yeah. it, which helps. But the point is, he heard someone behind him say like, "Yo, you know, um, because if he jinxes it, I'm gonna throw some beer on him." So we both look back like, "Yo, that ain't happening to us. You, you you're not doing that to us." Um, and he, and you know, he may or may not have been inebriated. Let's just, just obviously just putting that out there. Um, so that when the hit, so when I think they were going against like the Blue Jays or something like that, when the hit, it was either Blue Jays or Rays. Yeah. I think, I think it was the race. And I looked behind me when the hit that happened, I was looking to see if anything was going to pop off, which it didn't. Yeah. But it was just um, at that moment, it was just like a good moment to have between brothers. And I think it was also kind of funny for me because I'm sure as some of you guys also know, getting refreshments at any stadium, especially Yankee Stadium, is going to is going to cost you. And he yeah. was just so upset that getting I think we got like four tall boys between the between the two of us. Was like fifty dollars, and I'm like, "Why are you surprised? We are in Yankee Stadium. You might be able to get more, uh, more for more bang for your buck. Maybe at um, at, maybe in Atlanta, maybe somewhere else. But in in New York, like, if you're gonna have to sh- you be ready to sell dollars to have a good time, to, you know, get a couple of beers, maybe get a hot dog or two. You know what I'm saying?" And he like like I said, just came in from Atlanta, you know what I'm saying. So for me, that always holds like a, a small place in my heart. And also, just real quick, a bonus one: before the old one got torn down, my I think my dad got tickets from from my uncle, and it was actually the game where the Mariners, when they had Griffey and A Rod and Buner and I think Randy Johnson. Yeah. destroyed the Yankees and it was it was big because I think each of them hit like a home run each 
And I remember being this kid and being so distraught that the Yankees, and this was like around the time when they were winning, like when I think when they run like one yeah. like the repeat, just yeah. demolished them. And I was so heartbroken. So yeah, that's my story. Just Sorry. want to point just want to point out as well, like it's like something a uh, good reminder from Kyoshi series. Maybe we'll close with this. Uh the bleachers can be a terrible place at Yankee Stadium. Depending on what side you're on, like if uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Josh, go ahead. I, I remember there was like a, um, I went there uh, with Eddie, actually, a couple years okay. ago. Yeah, so okay, Eddie can tell you the story. We went there for the Subway Series. So, Lean, you, Lean you'll, I want to hear your opinion after this. Mm. So, it's uh, Noah Syndergaard, and he, when he's dealing with like some injury, going up against Domingo Herman before he learned how to pitch. And <laughs> And the Mets, of course, like they took the lead early on. Like, and the Mets been sitting in the bleacher. They're like talking so much shit. They're like, ah, blah, 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 balls in your mouth, balls in your mouth. Ah, don't talk back. Don't talk back. And then sure enough, oh God, like they, and then fast forward to the seventh inning and there's, there's two young ladies sitting in front of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of whom has uh, angel wings tattooed on her back. God bless America happens. And these two ladies just happened just happened not to stand for it. I don't think I did either. Maybe I went to the bathroom at that point. But then, like, the rest of this game, the Yankees are losing. Like, all these Mets fans, and even some Yankees fans joined in, too. They're, like, just, like, going off on this woman. Like, oh, like, you're not getting into heaven now because you didn't stand for God bless America. And then I I swear, like, this is how stupid these guys are. They then start like pulling all their solo cups together and stacking them and put them directly behind her so that whenever she got up, they would fall. Oh my goodness. Like, geez, dude. That's so messed up. Guys, some people yeah. do the assholes. Like, yeah. And was, this, was this at City Field or at Yankee, Yankee Stadium? Stadium? Yankee Stadium. Damn. Yeah. Either way, uh, I'm excited. We're excited. We're excited. The stadium is open again. I cannot wait to go back to dugout and get some Taco Bell in the back. Go to Yankee Tavern, get a chicken parm sub. Can't oh, wait. Can I really also tell you guys? So we got we got like two minutes left. So go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Just real quick. Just take like fifty seconds. Yeah. There's another bar that's a little bit further away. Usually, you know, after a game. That's how people go. Usually go to the Yankees Tavern, which is like a some sort of way. Listen, there's another one. It's called Glackens. It's a little bit further down. It's on like 149th. But trust me, you will not regret it. I'll like, remember that. True, true New Yorkers know. I, I like the most. Some true New Yorkers would know. That's the place to go. It's a hole in the wall. But, you know, stiff drinks. It's cash only. You love it. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't drink that much, but I'll definitely keep it in mind just to go hang out. That's sure. right, because you're, yeah, you're a dad. You got to be responsible. Yeah, I get it. It's true. Yeah, and I got to jump off so I can go help give the baby a bath. That's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> right, anyway, uh, thanks for coming on Yankees Mets Express, folks, even though we only had a short show today. Baseball's back. Fans are going back into stadiums. We're so excited about it. This has been uh, part of Elite Sports NY, Crossing Broad and uh, XL Media. Definitely uh, give us a follow on iTunes, Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshBESNY. At Lean underscore Amin. And you you can follow me at at It's Kiyoshi. And I'm also on Instagram at It's it's at It's underscore Yosh. Um, Yeah. That's all I got. All right, man. Uh, Thanks for... uh, 
thanks for a great show again, guys. This was a lot of fun, as usual. Uh, we will see all of you next week on Yankees Mets Express. Take care, and as always, stand clear of the closing doors. Thank you.